in response to our widespread, pun intended, notoriety in the pop culture pantheon, John and Shane have been offered our own adult film curation label, entitled Twatkins and Cunt, Private Investigators, primed for release at any moment. Michael will not be taking part in productions as no one wants him investigating. They're privates. Well, if you wanted honesty after 69 episodes, you've come to the wrong place. Cunnilingus and cum dumpstery. Yes, that is <laughs> what we're at here. Ooh, I love it. It is not cola, it is a cup. Cock cola. Time to whip it out and start cooking. The power of the mic compels you. Much like cock, I need one. And at this point, you can smell the Caucasian through your speakers. You're screaming at cream! I think I missed half of the references, but I understood the point. This is the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. And welcome back as we're going to start sucking ourselves off momentarily. 69 episodes, 69 strokes, and 69 fresh, fresh loads. Straight to your face! (laughs) I mean, I I tend to diversify my portfolio, so I'm not just going to go right to the mush every time. Yeah, I, I don't know how you can get 69 strokes, and I usually get one and I'm done, so... We've talked about um, the, the worst DDR. Tootsie Roll pop. Yeah, or like the, you know, like like we've talked about that. There's a genre of porn. Yeah, we have. I think I think we did yes, this on air, yes, yes, like yes. season one stuff. Guitar Hero. Yeah, yeah, but for stroking, like yes. where there's yes. a little thing yes. where it's like you're supposed to fap on the downbeat. I still don't know how I can. I, I I haven't tried it, and I don't plan on it. It's racist, is what it is. Persecutes people of a certain you know ethnicity with no rhythm. White people. <laughs> in general <laughs> uh, so uh how's how's it going guys right round like a record right, right round. round indeed right. round 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 spun like a gun Ooh. you pull the trigger of my love gun well i got Ew. a bullet with your name on it bullet I... with a name uh, i had the gun and you pulled the trigger and we watched it all go yeah can we just Roll back Staring down the barrel before, of a forty-five. <laughs> before we were rolling, and you admitted something that I think some people might consider an embarrassing Snapple fact about your record collection. Yes, I'm more than happy to admit that on air. I own, as of this very moment, eight three eleven records. And after the first record, you were like, "Yeah, I need seven more." Mon frere, like the so the eponymous 311 record that most everybody owned and loved was actually i think their fourth or fifth release so they had like uh grassroots was fun one um i'm gonna lose my brain here but in in any event i I went and bought the back catalog because i was working at a record store at the time so i got them for for super cheap yeah Yeah. so i was like i'll go snag these things and listen to them i think one of them was just called music if I recall correctly, Human music. there's there's ah. some there's some tasty stuff on there. I I I was a big fan of the uh, the 311 back in the day, and it's I still have moments where I need to channel it, and I enjoy it. So, for anybody who enjoys you know a little reggae rap rock fusion, actually I heard that that is Dewan's favorite band is 311. 
Really? I actually more... thought it was Black Bottom Lighters was his actual favorite Oh, it's a close band. second. Uh, yeah. He only likes White Boy Reggae. He said this multiple times, <laughs> and I'm sure that if we comb the records, we can find an audio clip of him saying that somewhere, sometime. Um, favorite genre, white yeah. people, reggae. <laughs> As I recall, it also had a bunch of plates clanking around in the background when he said well, it. Well, this it one's is... somber, so it's okay to cry. <laughs> like my sex life <laughs> speaking of uh your sex life melissa apparently thinks that i'm a depressed individual and like that you need to do wellness checks on me uh-huh yeah i i'm i'm basically just i have the police doing a regular routine run through of your neighborhood just to see if there's anything leaking out from under yeah. your patio door there let's do uh you know like the A side of a campaign versus the B side of a campaign real quick. So at the end of last week's episode, I left the office. I went downstairs and went to Becky. And I was like, that episode was a lot of fun. I think we're really hitting a stride. Got, I, I just had a blast recording. And now the B side is Shane is leaving his office. Or they, they listen to the episode and Melissa goes, is John okay? Did you check if he's okay? He sound He sounded... Depressed. Sounded really out of it, yeah. <laughs> essentially, was the, the way that it, it came so, around. It just, just, a... just, is everything okay with John? John sounded a little out of it. And, you know, to her credit, she is a better human being than definitely me. Uh, and I, I wasn't going to do the blanket sweep here because, you know, Michael doesn't have enough of a personality to not be a good person. You're so. going to make me spit. Should I be offended by that? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> uh, write, write it on the whiteboard and then we'll figure it out later. Huh. Should I be offended? <laughs> and uh, long story short, too fucking late. Melissa was essentially just concerned for your well-being and was genuinely heartfelt when she's curious about how you were. And my response, which is just deadpan, straight shame, is just like, if there's a problem, he's going to tell me. I don't need to ask. It's like, you didn't even ask? I was like, no, I don't care enough about him to invade his life. I'm just going to wait until he tells me. He's like, listen, I have a gun in my mouth right now. Would you please help me? I'm like, Except okay. it wouldn't sound like that because you can only... Uh, <laughs> you only speak in uh, sibilance. Yeah. Um, yeah, meanwhile, meanwhile, I think that I'm like firing on all Flying cylinders. High. Yeah. yeah, like I'm, I even re-listened and I was like, no, I... I feel good, you know, it felt great to me, but, you know, to uh, to your credit, or to her credit, rather, thank you for the concern, mm -hmm. thank you for being a decent human being. You did um, say you were discombobulated, I think that is the closest thing we have to any kind of culpability at the beginning of the show when we were hazing you about the demons in the glass behind you. Oh yeah, I was discombobulated because you guys were convincing me that my office is, and my house is, is haunted. It is. Frankenstein lives it, there. It is. There is something that's been going, like, really strange that's been happening, but it's not, like, a haunting strange. Oh, there more is, roof like, rats? Um, yeah. Yeah, more roof rats. Uh, maybe. Uh, no. Um, the noise alert, like, you know, when your battery's dying in your fire alarm? The little beep? Mm. Well, it's, this has been happening for a couple of weeks now, and we cannot find what is making the noise. We took the fire alarm or fire alarm down. We took the uh, carbon monoxide thing down. Checked the batteries. Took the batteries out of both at the same time, and there's still a sound happen happening. And we live in like townhomes, so we we share a, one of our walls with uh, the next door neighbors. And we're wondering because when we go into that, you know, there's that one bathroom downstairs. Mm -hmm. When I was in there, when either of us been there, we've heard the beep inside what sounds like inside the bathroom. So we're wondering if maybe they have an alarm 
that's that's the dying is coming inside the bathroom. Either that or there is just like a phantom bug in the house somewhere that's just deciding to beep. But it's slowly driving us into madness. Cool. Yeah, it's so hot. Yeah, so when the repairman comes over to fix the uh, the battery, the only thing he's going to be fixing are these guts. All right, and what's Becky going to be doing? <laughs> uh, crying and filming. Okay. So it was like me with you and Jesse in the bathtub. Basically. Okay. I saw uh, that it's, video. It's not a bad I, position. I saw that video again. It, it popped up, and I was like, damn, I looked good then. I also like that, you know, I'm still going to continue to give myself credit as a director for giving what, uh, officially setting the ambiance by saying, we need to put on Urgent by Foreigner in the background here just to make the mood appreciably better. Two guys, one tub. You You know what's funny? Melissa and I were actually going and checking out uh, open houses. That used to be one of our favorite pastimes before the world went to shit is we would go check out like through open door and just go into houses that were for sale and, and dream of places that might give us a better life so we went the other day because she's really been jonesing and finally just got so sick of it that we went out during her work day for a moment and gave her a lunch break and we checked out a house as we were pulling up their fire alarm was going off in the house and i heard it from my car we were inside the car and it was you know appreciably evident auditorially so it's possible demons in the background sorry uh yes so it is possible that if theirs is chirping it might be loud enough you're hearing it in your house with crystalline quality so i wouldn't put it past it no for sure um i don't want to get too ahead but too late the topic michael is it what we've been chatting about in the oh you know it is i I was going to say i have one prepared it's it's ready no, I meant the the Twitter things that we were sharing dirt. back and forth. It's that Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. The, the articles, the 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 current events thing. Oh that my we're talking yes! About. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Hey, you always Damn, fucking yell why? about it, bro. Okay, bro. Okay, bro, bro. You didn't, hit, bro. You didn't, hit, bro. You didn't. Why? Hit, you. Why, why are you offended, bro? What we're trying to get to bro. previously with our talking about the paranormal activity in your home could have been triggered. By our favorite of all Nightvalian characters, the monolith. Or, or. Your balls? The faceless woman. Faceless woman does not trigger those. She actually sets things on fire. That's. It is known. Fair point. Do you have any wheat or wheat byproducts in your house, John? Fuck, I do. They may turn to snakes any moment now. But uh, for those of you who are not initiated with this podcast, and after 69 scintillating episodes, I cannot imagine that you are not familiar at this point. But if this is your first foray, welcome. We're happy to have you. What we typically do here is we will dive into a random or esoteric topic, and in the course of explaining it to one another, we'll leaven in the occasional lie just to make things interesting. It is then incumbent upon the two co-hosts to ferret out the lies as we hear them, Point at them and holler, interloper, or posse, if you're so inclined. And uh, as with whose line, the points don't matter and nobody wins. Technically, we are all losers. And this week, Michael is bringing us a special on-the-fly edition based on current events. And what are we going to discuss, Monsieur Mikel? So we're going to talk about the Utah monolith. And do a side note into a, a similar one about the Romanian monolith. Oh, they're but. called temples, and uh, show some goddamn respect 
Can can I take a quick second here before you dive in? Because I just thought about it when Shane was being sexual and just talking because his voice turns me on. Oh, bless you. Um, would you care to inform the listeners the what you called Snyder cut that you sent me? <laughs> so, um, last week, there was a point uh, where I was showing the pictures from Slenderman. And John's response to the first picture was, e- Michael, why are you showing me a big, big, big dick? And so what I did was I expanded it, uh, and I had him repeat the word big for about an hour and 12 minutes. And so it just says, Michael, why am I looking at a picture of a big... And then it says the word big, big, big for big, an big, hour big, and big, 10 big, minutes big. and ends on dick. Yes. <laughs> so it basically was like a campaign speech from a, a Cheeto-faced twat waffle. And I called oh. it the... I actually didn't call it the Snyder Cut because I spelled it wrong. I s- <laughs> called it the Cinder Cut. Cinder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> So yes. I like so like when you're you're threatening to do it, you're like like oh I'll make a mega I'll make a big cut of this if you if you don't if you don't shape up or whatever. And I was like I fucking dare you because you, you don't you, have well, the files. called off you. enough that you did it, but it was like reverse psychology because I wanted it and I got it. And did you now, listen to it? Uh yeah, I listened all I listened to it actually three times. I I, I left a pause about. 40 about 50 some odd minutes in where instead of where it should say big i left like a five second like i'm taking a breath (laughs) yes i didn't want to put the effort to put a breath mark in there but there was still a gap so that's about your usual editing skills yeah where i tried something and then i realized i didn't want to go the distance with it well if you want to go the distance on the gap episode 69 is officially the time to do it Mm-hmm. Also, Thank I realized you. that I should just be saying nice after the any time <laughs> someone says that number. <laughs> nice, so. bro. Oof. Okay. All right. So Dude. back to uh, back to our uh, monoliths that do look a little bit like big, big dicks. Yes. The Utah monolith was a metallic pillar that stood in a red sandstone slot canyon. Yes, that is what the kids are calling it these days. Mm-hmm. Located in southeastern Utah. On November 18th, 2020, state biologists of the Utah Division of Wildlife Resources were in southeastern Utah. Uh, They were carrying out a survey of bighorn sheep from a helicopter. That's bullshit. bullshit. No, that is the truth. (laughs) We're primed and ready. Yes. That was good, though. (laughs) These surveys are flown pretty close to the ground so the biologists can identify the gender of the sheep that they were surveying. Ooh. One second. I don't yes. mean to interrupt you. I didn't mean to halt your flow. <laughs> did we say how many lies there are? Oh, no. I did okay, not. Good. I want to make sure I was paying attention. There are three lies. Ooh. I usually write one. them at the top, but I did not this week. Okay, you're fine. So, the surveys are flown fairly close to the ground so that the biologist can identify the gender of the sheep being surveyed. It kind of makes sense if you want to, like, if you're just counting sheep, you know, you want to have a better idea of, you know, the male to female population and all that other stuff. Do they have a difficulty of, you know, occasionally the biologists falling asleep during this process? Yes. They fall out. It's actually a very dangerous part of the job. Um, it's almost yeah, as it's dangerous it's perilous as... to count sheep that frequently. Because mm-hmm. yeah, they fall know. out of the helicopter. And that's actually another reason why they're close to the ground. So that when they fall out, they, they don't die. They just Soft get horribly landing. maimed. Yeah, yeah. They try also, and land on the sheep. 
yeah, I usually find that uh, what keeps me alert and awake and aware of my surroundings is if before I do any task, if I've had a Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Agreed. Uh, that usually keeps the, the wits sharp and, and tuned. So maybe maybe we should send them some pizzas, Mexican pizzas from Taco Bell for the reference. Well, unfortunately, the Mexican pizza from Taco Bell is no longer going to be available unless oh. you take staunch and quick action, friends and listeners. Be the change you'd like to see in the world. Change.org. With salsa. Yes, with salsa. Also, you know, they want to be close enough to the ground in case they see a bighorn sheep with a big old dick. <laughs> they can stop they and jump down big, and, and big make sure they, they get a good old milk on it. Yep, they gotta they gotta survey those dicks. Mouth mouth. We milk. promised we were gonna make this yes. sexual, so it's all all Can't downhill help ourselves. from here. Yeah, here we go. Anything so if we're in it. Going so down. Speaking speaking of this, uh one of the biologists spotted something odd and told the pilot to fly over the location again. The pilot, Brett Hutchings, described the moment. One of the biologists is the... Why did I write it that way? Nope, nope, that is what it said. One of the biologists is the one who spotted it, and we just happened to fly directly over the top of it. He was like, whoa, 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 turn around, turn around. And I was like, what? Which makes sense, because it's a helicopter. And he's like, there's this thing back there. We gotta go look at it. And uh, that's what turns into, what are you doing, step bro? Uh, So the survey crew landed nearby... (laughs) I get the joke this time. It's, yeah. It feels good. Good, good. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? Is, uh, uh, is that quote bullshit? No, it is true. Uh, you have not missed any lies yet. Oh, uh, well. Uh, so the survey crew landed nearby to investigate. The crew later said that there was no obvious indication of who might have put the monolith there. There wasn't, you know, like a X was here or whatever. El Barto. Um... <laughs> Yes, yeah, I know Simpsons. Well I know done. that reference, yes, yes. A spokesman for the Utah Division of Wildlife and Resources later said that the object was found in a remote, rugged, and very rocky area. Actually, you're misquoting him. Yes? He said, fuck, get me out of here, it's Utah! <laughs> <laughs> That's he, al- he also described the object as an... Uh, an uh, why do I... I should have just reworded that. Mm. An, 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 an Amalgam? Yes, amalgamation. Amalgamated steel uh, oh, anomaly. Right uh, but wow. added. Yes, I know. I. It's a tongue twister for you, my friend. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, but added that it was quote not too uncommon to find weird things that people have been doing out in the desert. Burning which is, man. Yes. It's very. I completely believe. I've been out in the. De- I've been out in the desert outside of the town. Yeah, you've uh, killed and somebody before. You've been through the desert on a horse with no name. Yes, yes. If you can find the, <laughs> you can find the weirdest shit just dumped out there. Like I've seen quite a few burned cars out there. A uh, desert bl- rose, are they? Yeah, yeah. Yes, countless broken TVs and even a ki- kitchen sink or two. The mm-hmm. weirdest thing I ever found was a very clean refrigerator. It looked like it was still in working order. It was, was very odd. Uh, was Patrick in it? No, unfortunately. For Thankfully, it was actually fans. Indiana Jones. Uh, Hockstetter. He, he uh, just survived a nuclear blast. Thankfully, it was a lead refrigerator. I like that I went for it, and you went Kingdom of the fucking Crystal Skull. <laughs> Quality control markers. I think Kingdom of the Crystal Skull fits better into the episode. Uh, because it fucked the franchise? Sure. Yeah, we're about to... We're tanking, we're tanking the franchise right now. 
Is someone with a bad Russian accent going to show up and try to magnetize <laughs> objects with this thing, or yeah, what? So we said we're going to get it sexual, so we're just going to fuck this episode. Yeah. Uh, and how. Well, I mean, that's what you guys usually do to my my scripts, so... Uh, Ooh, is that some salt? Ooh, baby's got uh, back today! Half-assed. Uh, like diet salt. Diet uh, saltless salt. salt. I don't Quoi? know. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so they landed nearby and they approached it on foot so they can get a better description of the monolith. Uh, the metal structure stood about nine and a half feet tall and was planted into a uh, planted a bit into the bedrock. So it wasn't sitting on the bedrock. It was sunk a bit down. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever, whoever doing the planting, wink at camera suggestively, uh, used a concrete saw to dig into the red rock there. I didn't. I didn't nail that joke well. I'm sorry. No, I'm no. Sorry. You you're supposed to just wink, but not say that you're winking. Well, and then th- we're if this to be w- like, oh, he winked, and then there's like uh, a comedic beat, and then you mm. finish the the sentence. Also, okay. that was bullshit. So yeah, no, it was it, it was true. <laughs> That's um, still they actually bullshit. Did drill or uh, cut into Red Rock. Yeah, they, um, another person later on had investigated the site, and he said, based off of the cuts into the bedrock and everything, it looks like they used a concrete saw to cut into the red rock there. Damn. Um, it well, was, you're going to try to take these horses into red rock. It was a triangular prism. So for, for you, John, that means that it is a, a triangle base. Huh? Uh, so it's like a cylinder. So, like, you know those cans? You've been that to you the Louvre, your, right? Your... I'm married. <laughs> You know those cans that you eat your uh, your spaghettios out of? I'm in danger. <laughs> Instead of a She's circle, a it's nice a triangle. Uh, so uh, <laughs> you eat each... out of her can? Uh, it's 2020, I suppose. In today's day and age, very progressive. Uh, eat. <laughs> it's 2020. We eat each... monolith now. <laughs> Ooh, uh, <laughs> pridefully eat it. Eat you. Ooh, plot twist. Uh, each side was about two feet wide. It wasn't magnetic, so it was not. Yeah, it was not magnetic. Damn, uh, that's bullshit. It was magnetic. It is not magnetic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Professor. <laughs> Magnets, bitch. How do they work? Um, it was. I I sat down and and watched that whole music video for ICP's Magnets or whatever, and I I literally I lost brain cells. So they, we're gonna demonetize uh, the after dark and watch some of it. God no! I don't need jugglos coming after the me. inane clown pussies. Wait, no, that's a phoenix act. <laughs> and help. Yes, get them. Uh, so um, it wasn't magnetic. It was constructed um, on an eighth of an inch stainless steel or aluminum. So they were sheets uh, joined together with rivets. So pretty much a rivet is like when you make long sheets of steel and you need to. He knows what a fucking rivet is. That was for Michael. you, John. Okay. Yeah. He's okay. riveted by this whole topic. Anyway, it was. We've uh, all been had... doing Ace Hardware. We know what rivets look like. I mean, I go to the Home Depot. Uh, I don't know about you, gents. Oh but... yeah, I, I'd rather go to the Home Depot. I feel like they have more stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also had a hollow exter- uh, exterior. You're doing terrific. Had a hollow exterior. It had a hollow <laughs> interior. Jesus, I've got Strike- a hollow exterior. It's called I space. wish I wasn't hollow. Um, striking the metal produced a dampening sound, indicating some type of liquid was contained therein. Semen. Anthrax. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is ant? I, I thought anthrax. Anthrax. I thought anthrax. 
<laughs> I anthrax. thought anthrax. Anthrax, anthrax makes great metal music <laughs> based on Stephen King, anthrax. motherfucker. You show respect. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah. So it contained. Uh, it, it was da- it was hollow, contained liquid. Captain Trips, bitch. Yes. Uh, so on November twentieth, the Utah Department of Public Safety posted a photo of the pillar on Instagram, describing it as a monolith. So <laughs> who misplaced their monolith? <laughs> Found so, in the barren wastelands. Yeah. Please, come collect. Although the word monolith refers to a single great stone, uh, the word has also become closely associated with uh, the capital M monolith from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, the Utah DPS released more videos and photographs of the object a few days later on the 23rd, keeping its location secret to prevent people from getting lost trying to find it. I'm Can not you sure get- that's true. That is true. I, I you... mean, just in reality, not calling bullshit on oh. you. It's just that people are still going to go look for it, regardless of whether right. you gave coordinates. They're like Google Earth checking stuff. Yeah, there's to a see, lot like, available to us nowadays. They'll, that... If they want to find it, they'll find it. You you nailed it, Shane. So can you guess how long it took for someone to find it on Google Earth? Uh, Two minutes. I, an hour and a half. Within 10 minutes of the DPS announcement, Reddit user... Tim Slane had identified the object on Google Earth. Um, And then it goes in a little bit of detail. Slane compared the helicopter flight path against the red and white sandstone terrain from their videos. In an interview with The Verge, Slane said that, quote, he was aided by clues like the cliff's height, the canyon's erosion pattern, indicating a more exposed area, and a flat floor suggesting it wasn't frequently flooded and by extension was near the top of a watershed. Nerded. Yes. Google Earth satellite images showed that the monolith was installed between August 2015 and October 2016. Now, a Dutch journalist... Wait, 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 wait. wait, Um, wait. Yeah, I was going to say. No, that was way recent. It wasn't all the way back then. It was... I Nobody mean, Google, had found it until then. But if I was going to say, Google Earth does take a long time, you know, for updating, and no one would have gone out into the wastelands for random nonsense. But yeah, still calling bullshit. Nope, it was true. Okay. A Dutch journalist by the name of, and I just wanted to try this, Nuska du Sar used Maxar, uh, Maxar satellite images. So Maxar is a Colorado Space Technology Group because I had no idea who that was. Hmm. Uh, they used Maxar satellite images to narrow the installation date between July 7th and October 21st, 2016. So we're calling this a freestanding piece of artwork, essentially, since there's rivets, etc., Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. it, it's definitely evidence that it was man-made. Um, within 48 hours of the DPS announcement, members of the public had reached the site and uploaded photographs and videos to social media. So, didn't take long. On Facebook, the Utah Highway Patrol shared photos of sheep and the object, asking the public for its thoughts. So we're going to get into some speculation here. Think sheeple. Yes, and the public gave those thoughts, saying such things, uh, calling it uh, such things uh, as a resonance deflector, whatever that is, an eyesore, and other things like a satellite beacon, beacon, beaconed, baconed, a satellite beacon, or a Wi-Fi router. Well, yeah, you need to be able to get on Wi-Fi to take the beautiful pictures and immediately upload them in the, the middle of the wilderness. Which is funny, because it does say in the, the Wikipedia article, because I got... Actually, I did a little bit more digging than just the Wikipedia article. I actually used a New York Times, uh, had a couple of papers on it. 
Uh, I actually had to sign up for their free week service, so I won't be able to use them from here on out afterwards. Um, so that's Michael, fine. the uh, <laughs> the university we're affiliated with gets you the New York Times access oh! for free. If okay. You, I, I know library resources, you goon. Yeah. I don't know those fancy technologies. I feel like Good through this gracious. entire show, the main thing that I've learned about you as a person, Michael, is that, is that you... I'm lazy. Yeah, you you <laughs> never re- like you research these shows perfectly fine, but like you don't know the benefits that are given to you by working where you work or being affiliated with where I'm you are. I'm very inefficient. Yes, I was gonna say I also shudder at what you know your poor students are being subjected to when you're like, I don't know how you get your resources. Yeah, Good what are luck, you doing fuckers. With those tuning forks. I'm not. I told them to not you. to. Yeah, I said, nope. You have a simulation. You ain't getting shit. Um, We're all in the simulation. Wake up. Well, the simulation's stimulating. Mm, so we'll stimulate I, the simulation. Give me a moment. Many said that it must have been a leftover movie prop, and for good reason. Red Rock County, the county where the monolith was found, served as the backdrop for such movies as Indiana Jones, Star Trek, and Mission Impossible. In response, the Utah Film Commission have stated that, to their knowledge, the monolith was not part of any film production. It does look like it's straight out of the movie Arrival. Kind of, yeah. Um, the monolith was compared to works by artist John McCracken, who lived in the Southwest Desert until he died in 2011. From a broken Bullshit. Heart. Nope. True. Son of a bitch. He, he believed in the existence of extraterrestrials and expressed an interest in leaving behind a piece of artwork in the desert. What's funnier is I think I actually did a segment on that gentleman for Art Meet Nation that I'm recalling presently. Wait, what now? Uh, I, I have a... There are individuals who like to do these odd art pieces that are just stranded out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm fairly certain I recall... It's very likely not this person, but I remember a gentleman who talked about making these very enormous sort of like juggernaut structures hmm. just out in the middle of nowhere so that they will stand out stark against the natural environ. Is man's footprint out in the wild, as it were. Yeah. Okay. The object resembled the metallic monolith McCracken made uh, and was described as nearly identical to McCracken's Fair. So the art piece was titled Fair. Uh, and honestly, this piece wouldn't be considered out of line with his works because I looked up his works and they are all monoliths of varying shapes, sizes, and colors. Uh, so David... Zwer Zwerner drink W or I'm sorry Z W I R N E R. So David, who shows McCracken's art in his art gallery, said in a statement that the monolith was definitely McCracken's work. The statement was subsequently sub subsequently subsequently. It's beautiful. Yes, retracted by a spokesman of him, uh, who said it was more likely created by another artist in homage not homage homage bless you uh to mccracken it could be said that the or it could be that the real artists or artists haven't come forward because of a statement dps released wherein they quoted the burrow 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 bro burrow Oof. it's it's that art style that occurred in the uh you know the 17th century yeah burrow yes broke <laughs> if it ain't broke don't fix it Yes, the Bureau (laughs) of Land Management Regulations, that it is illegal to install structures, including art, on public lands without permission, quote, no matter what planet you're from. 
unquote. Bullshit. True. Um, Finally, after my fishing, I I feel like I had to hit something. No, you're fine. Um, I'm happy that I got those. I got I got two lies past you. Well done. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so the removal of it, the Utah Division of the uh, Bureau of Land Management, because now I'm just going to dig into it. So Bureau for the rest of everybody else out there. Unspeak the English. Like, unlearn the English language. Unspeak uh, it, yes. Yeah, you're, yes. I, I'm hurting. Audible, Said that audible it, deletion, yes. Bro, the burrow of land management. Bro. The bro. For the fucking I like that live better. or what? The can bro do, of land management. Can we do the oof of land management? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do that instead. Uh, the Utah Division of the Oof of Land Management said that it received credible reports that the monolith was removed on the evening of November 27th, 2020, by an unknown party. All that was left was a hole Winked at camera. Containing well a triangular piece. That's how you do it. That is, <laughs> uh, all that was left was a hole containing a triangular piece that is speculated to be the base of the monolith. Uh, two people who hiked to the location near midnight reported seeing a pickup truck driving away from the site carrying an object as they approached. Was it Emotep? No. Was that a mummy reference? Mummy Returns. Remember, like, they have that, like, pit? <laughs> they're digging up the mummy, and, like... God, I know. We have shown that we are just bastions of marvelous cinema on this episode, <laughs> hey. based on the references alone. Don't you talk shit about Mummy Returns, I actually, man. <laughs> Yeah, the Mummy and the Mummy Returns, you can't really fuck with that. I, I agree. Movies. They're entertaining, but now we've flawless got The movies. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, The Mummy franchise, and 2001 A Space Odyssey. So we have now gone, you know, Kubrick and uh, Spielberg. And anyone want to give me a director on the Mummy films? I do not. But it's the same guy who Case did Aunt Thomas. Is what? Did he get consent? <laughs> I don't know. Not with that attitude. Thank you. <laughs> who was the director? I don't remember the guy. I, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Oh, okay. I just, yeah. The, yeah, you know, the pantheon here. We went from great to great. I mean, the only bad to... movie that you mentioned, or only bad director you mentioned in that list was Kubrick. So everyone else is fantastic. Ooh, Ooh. Damn. So uh, you don't like The Shining, then? I'm fucking kidding. All right. Oh, I was like, you can dislike the a- the actor, dislike the director, but not his work. I know uh, firsthand you have seen a Cockwork Orange at least five times. Seen a version of it. You're right. What version of it? You ever heard a drill sounding? Spunk, spunk in the eyes. Oh. <laughs> Listen, don't bring that shit back up. We got that through off air. I don't need you talking about anything to do with urethras ever again. <laughs> Mother of Pearl. Michael. <laughs> Mother of Pearl diving, apparently, if you're urethral sounding. Ooh-wee! Uh, initially, both of the lo- both the local sheriff's office and the oof of land management stated... <laughs> They were not opening an investigation into the removal, although the sheriff's office posted a most wanted, sorry, air quotes, most wanted, uh, air quotes, suspects poster on their Facebook page. Have you seen this pig? Where the faces of... (laughs) (laughs) Where the faces of suspects were replaced by nine big-eyed aliens. Uh, On November 30th, uh, both parties reversed their decision and are planning or have already planned, I guess, uh, a joint investigation. This would have probably been the end of the story if not for the day of writing, 
so December 1st, or last Tuesday, by the reference of the air of the episode, mm-hmm. uh, the New York Times published a story titled Earthlings, comma, it seems, comma, not aliens, comma, remove the Utah monolith. I have no idea why it was... Anyway, several people, not the two people seeing the pickup truck, truck drive away, mind you, just stating that for record, um... A photographer by the name of Ross Bernards and his friend Peter Jans, uh, and then his other friend, I think it was Michael something or other. I didn't write what it, what what his name was, but uh, whatever. Peter Greer. Sure, what uh, Peter Greer. Richard Holder. Yeah. Yes. Um, Ross Bernards and his friends uh, were visiting the monolith <laughs> I, I, and God, taking you some. That one, Shane. <laughs> Shane's just fucking not shaking his head. Uh, I haven't I haven't encountered Dick Holder in a good long while. He's a nice guy, though. Oh my goodness! Have you um, seen Mike Hunt? I, I think they're cousins at the very least. So I just sent a picture of oh, what sure they were did. doing. Uh, Why does that say? <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! God, fuck. So it is not that. It's my new favorite stick. I wasn't expecting it. Because no one's ever going to hear it. Oh. Yeah, the joke's on you. He's leaving it in, and everyone's going to know what you No, doing. I'm not going to leave it in. <laughs> Why not, Michael? Because I have standards. It's our long running joke. Guys. For editing the podcast, I don't have standards elsewhere. Um, <laughs> so, Ross Bernard uh, was a. He's kind of. New York Times article described him as a, quote, adventure photographer, but I. Yeah. Uh, he was visiting the monolith and taking pictures of it with uh, using a loom cube, whatever that is, uh, pretty much giving it like a spotlight, spotlight effect. So it was attached mm. to a drone and creating the effect that you guys can see if you click the link. It's a, it's a cool photo. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very nice. Kind of so, looks like Luke Skywalker on A, a New Hope's original. That's uh, what I does. thought of when I saw it because he had the arms up like... like yeah, and there's a light yeah. shining or coming out from mm-hmm. the Yes, yeah. So I'll read his post, not all of it, but kind of just like the the good meaty parts of it. Uh, if you're interested in what exactly happened to the monolith, you okay? I'm done. You want to take that I'm from done. one, bud? I, I, I'm done. Yeah. I'm, Man, I'm, I'm, I'm telling I'm, you, just get one more man out, and then the whole thing shuts down. And I'm Michael. <laughs> <sighs> If you're interested in what exactly happened to the monolith, keep reading, because I was literally there. On Friday, three friends and myself drove the six hours down to the middle of nowhere in Utah and got to the, air quotes, trailhead around 7 p.m. after passing a sea of cars on our way in. I had just finished taking some photos of the monolith under the moonlight and was taking a break, thinking about settings I needed to change for my last battery of drone flight when we heard some voices coming up the canyon. We were con- contemplating packing up our things as they walked up so they can enjoy it for themselves like we did. At this point, I looked down at my watch and saw it was 8.40 p.m. Four guys rounded the corner and two of them walked forward. They gave a couple of pushes on the monolith and one of them said, quote, You better have got your pictures. He then gave it a big push and it went over, leaning to one side. He yelled back to his other friends that they didn't need the tools. The other guy with him at the monolith then said, Quote, this is why you don't leave trash in the desert. Damn. Yeah, savage. 
Uh, then all four of them came up and pushed it almost to the ground on one side. Before they decided to push it back the other, and I think he means the other way, uh, when it then popped out and landed on the ground with a loud bang. They quickly broke it apart, and as they were carrying to the uh, carrying it to the wheelbarrow that they had quickly or that they had brought, one of them. Wow, this is just terrible mm-hmm. grammar. Did you write it? No, I. I should have. You, I should have. Do you, do you want me to take over? No, I, I, uh, I'm looking yeah, at Yeah, go for it. it so. Go for it. Uh, they quickly broke it apart, and as they were carrying to the wheelbarrow that they had brought, one of them looked back at us all and said, Leave no trace. That was at 848. Uh, if you're asking why we didn't stop them, well, uh, they were right to take it out. We stayed the night and the next day hiked to a hilltop overlooking the area where we saw at least 70 different cars and a plane in and out. All right. Uh, Cars parking everywhere in the delicate desert landscape. Yeah, you're going to hurt that sand. Uh, Nobody following a path or each other. We could literally see people trying to approach it from every direction to try to reach it, permanently altering the untouched landscape. Mother Nature is an artist. It's best to leave the art in the wild to her. Yes. Mm. So while thanks, Ross. While Ross did not take pictures of the four workers, one of his friends took a few photographs with his cell phone, which those, those pictures yeah. are there. Yes, yeah. they're there in the uh, New York Times article that with that title. Uh, the images are of several men working beneath the cover of darkness, wearing gloves but not masks. Uh, The insides of the monolith are also shown, revealing a hollow structure with the inside made of plywood. So, So as of... an art installation? Yes. So, as of this recording, December 2nd, it was revealed that the artist was none other than Banksy. Almost copying... God damn it, yeah. (laughs) I wanted to make it... It's easy to just... Yeah, it's easy to just blame everything on Sounds Banksy. Sounds like some white nonsense. Well, so um, so what I, <laughs> so what I wrote was uh, almost copying one of his past stunts where he sold a painting at an auction and upon a sale I shredded the painting. Love that story so yes. so much. Yeah, I wrote that his plan was to leave the monolith out there until it was discovered and then quickly take it down before it could be turned into a tourist attraction. Um, so. As of this writing, the artist has not been revealed. But there has been another one, right? Yes. I found earlier the next day, so the day of recording, Wednesday, December 2nd, that someone had taken credit for the removal of it. Not necessarily the artist himself, but took credit for the removal. And it involves TikTok. Yes. Uh, A quote from the Mm. CNN article that is also linked in the show notes. Uh, Sylvan Christensen, who has almost 30,000 followers on TikTok, I know, big deal. Uh, Very big deal. Very important. Uh, Posted a video of the monolith strapped to a wheelbarrow. A wheelbarrow. Barrow. Wheelbarrow. Strapped to that and carried away with the faces of the individuals removing the structure blurred. Uh, The post is since... Wheelbarrow. Strapped to that. Strapped to that. (laughs) Strapped to that. (laughs) Just be strapped to that. Uh, the post has been viewed almost 200,000 times on TikTok. Uh, don't, ab- uh, don't abandon your personal property on public land if you don't want it to be taken out. Christensen wrote in a caption along with the hashtag, leave no trace. Yes. 
Christensen oh, identifies himself as a guide for Moab Adventure Tours. According to his social media, Moab is a city that's not too far from mm-hmm. this location. Um, he, uh, the group, Moab Adventure Tours, I believe, emailed uh, in a statement to CNN, uh, we removed the Utah monolith because there are clear precedents for how we share and standardize the use of our public lands, natural wildlife, native plants, freshwater sources, and human impacts upon them. The mystery was the infatuation, and we want to use this time to unite people behind the real issues here. We are losing our public lands. Things like this don't help. So, All right. Reasonable. Yes. And that's kind of where the story ends as of recording. Um, it could be that by the time this is aired, the artist has come forward. Who knows? At this point, the mystery is kind of like, it, it wouldn't really be, it would just be like a side note. Like, if this does happen before our next recording, then I'll kind of mention it as a side note. But it's unfortunate because I was really hoping that we could have passed off the idea that it was sucked up into a spectral vortex and that it was a sign that the Elder Gods would soon be descending we on this ungodly nation. Right? Um, that was like, well, I, who had who had alien invasion for December 2020 oh, yeah, bingo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, yes. You did or didn't mention that it, the, another one is in Romania. Yes. So this is the end. I wanted to end on it. It was a side note because the story is very, very short. It was, it's only a couple mm. of paragraphs. On November 26, 2020, a monolith nearly identical to the one found in Utah was discovered in Romania. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce the hill it was found on, nor the city, but I will say that it was found near the... Crystal clear. Okay. I don't know why you're showing the picture again. Um, Leave no trace. Hashtag leave no trace. Oh, did you just find his his pictures on... on... Hashtag no trace left behind. Anyway... Uh, I will say that it was found near the histor- historical Petrodava Dacian <laughs> Fortress. So I can't say historical, but I can say Petrodava Dacian Fortress. Indeed, you can. Yes. Bless you. Uh, and have. Yes. Uh, it was placed there illegally on private property. A local radio station uh, stated on the 29th that the monolith had also disappeared. Mentioning. I think you are yet again misattributing a quote because they also said. Get us the fuck out of here! It's Romania! <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck do we get here? <laughs> Fair enough. What um, year is it? <laughs> when There's still is time. It? <laughs> is Nixon still president? Um, <laughs> Tell me where he's supposed to face killer. Stated the monolith had also disappeared, mentioning that a, quote, bright light... Um, unquote, had been reported, though it did not provide a specific source for that report. Um, more quotations. Locals thought the light came from a car, but the light pointed towards the sky. In the morning, the place where the monolith stood erect was empty. Only a faint imprint remains on the ground covered by snow. On December 1st, a local newspaper confirmed to uh, Reuters? Reuters? The newspaper, um, it's a it's a big it's, it's almost it's like Associated Press it's it's that sort of like it's, it's big 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 yeah big, yeah big, big, confirmed big, big, to big, that big, newspaper big, big, uh, big, that the Romanian monolith had disappeared. The paper made the additional claim that a bad local welder had apparently made the item, though that person's identity remains unknown. Just a bad local welder yes that was the michael jackson bad or the air quotes bad local welder (laughs) okay so take that as you will 
criticism all over the place. Don't leave your trash in the desert. He's a bad <laughs> welder. Everybody's a critic. Right. So, a- any last spam call and RJD two. <laughs> Hey, have Hello? you ever seen <laughs> Mad Men? Um, I, you know that one time. <laughs> um, so <laughs> any, <laughs> I love that song. Um, any other stabs to the to the jugular? Yes, lie? myself. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you are not this. a lie. You are truth. I'm stabbing anyway. What? What's so, huh? Huh? So the first lie. Oh, sorry. You you inhaled. <gasps> um sailing away the the uh did i call bullshit on its attribution to uh being tied to a film at all at uh, the time when you said no, it did i say it? uh no but there okay. there was no attribution to a film it, that was that was true it said it wasn't tied to a film okay well i i and you know it was it bullshit that people were attributing oh no no people were saying that it was yes yeah people were thinking that it was a a leftover prop from a uh from a film and the utah film corporation came out and said no uh to their knowledge ditch yes yeah to their knowledge that is not the case no No. way so uh i mentioned uh that striking the metal produced a dampened sound indicating it was some type of liquid contained therein uh it was a lie it wasn't that terrifying while there was dampened sound uh, the sound was indicating some type of insulation inside, not some type of liquid, which it was found oh, to be plywood. I was too busy saying it was anthrax. <laughs> yeah, it's well. I, John was saying it was semen, so um, the same thing. The dampened sound. It, it is semen. when it comes from you. This is known. It's an insulator. I I've seen you kill cows with it. <laughs> oh, the, the the attic has been insulated with my semen. Um, the other lie. So remember when I asked you how how many or how long it took for um, people to find the monolith on Google Maps? Yeah, sure. I said ten minutes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was more like hours after the announcement, not not minutes. It, it wasn't. I said that an fast. hour and a half. So you I did mean, say I, an I, hour I, and a I half. Would have been close. We're on the right track. Yes. Yeah. yes. But I think John said like two minutes or something to that effect. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, Split the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, no, it was ten minutes. So and then, that Arizona math. Yeah. Yeah, and yes. Arizona math. Close enough for government Common work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's three squares and a triangle. It's my uh, favorite metal movement right now. Common core. Common core. Just a bunch of kids. I can't count. <laughs> Literally, it's just a bunch of kids smashing their heads into their desks because it makes no fucking sense. Also, oh out of time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Everyone's clapping um, on the one and the three. <laughs> <laughs> As of this, uh, and then the last, uh, the last lie was obviously the Banksy lie. I just wanted to attribute it to Banksy because yeah. why not? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was that was it. And thank you, John, for telling me that I should do an episode on it. Probably because you thought it would be a little bit more terrifying than it actually. Was. No, I just think it's bizarre as shit. I thought it'd be fun just because it's current, like it, it's happening probably still. Um, it was also a near miss with you know who has aliens for twenty twenty. Because mm-hmm. when True. I saw the when I saw it pop up on my my feed, I was like, "That's pretty weird." And then the following day, being, or following a couple of days after seeing the one pop up in Romania, I was like, 
okay, well, I guess I'm desensitized enough that, you know, this could be it, and no, fuck well, it, I don't give a shit. If the aliens are going to invade Utah and Romania, uh, Utah's closer. If anything, they're going to do us a solid and take out the Mormons first. True that. You said it, I didn't say it. <laughs> yep, you heard it here first. Shane hates I'll just censor the word malt. <laughs> I hate human beings in general. It doesn't matter what race, color, creed, religion, you know, I just want you all eradicated. Yeah. I welcome our evil overlords and I am begging for their inclusion into their group. And Michael, if you were going to censor anything that our beloved Shane has said, you can always take the clip of me saying, Mormons and just uh <laughs> oh, that would be funny as hell i'm gonna do that instead hell is no laughing matter uh, sir yeah i know those raised in the mormon faith will tell you no joke uh speaking of jokes uh i had to painfully fluster <gasps> flustered uh describe to my brother's girlfriend what birds aren't real means because i was wearing my birds aren't real shirt on our zoom call Friend, for thanksgiving you have you really need to work on this whole marketing thing that we've been talking about you have a whole fucking episode of this podcast that you could have just pointed her to hyperlink and be like listen to this i will give it to you in less than 45 minutes and you would have spared yourself ang- agony and we would have gotten an algorithm bump mm-hmm. i mean that that is I'm favorite. so upset at you right now. It's all I, about I the deserve algorithm. the hatred. I deserve it. I'm so sorry. Yep. All hail the algorithm. All hail our feathered fiends. Um, Lies of the flying skies. <laughs> Ooh, I like that name. What do we have coming up? Me. Is it you next? No, week? no, no, not coming. Give in. me five minutes. <laughs> I said not coming in. I don't ever. Fair so enough. I don't have any kids. Uh, that is a lie. Unlike you. Daddy, that's not my daddy. Hello, daddy, it's not my daddy. <laughs> oh, big oof. She is flat out going to walk up to you one day, like in a grocery store. Daddy, that's not my daddy. Just greet me uh, like that is, when uh, I go to your bar next. Yeah, you got right. it. <laughs> this, the, the next episode is going to be Shane talking about Joe Gage. Excuse you? Joe, Joe Gage. He's writing his life story. Joe Gage? Mm-hmm. He, he sure didn't, is. He didn't drive his... Huh? I was you just got trying me to talking get... politics. Okay. It's just getting John to laugh, Michael. Huh? Calm down. It's a well, reference huh? to a film, which is oh, also known I don't, as movies. I, I, I've heard of talkies. They're 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 pretty so good. We're gonna be leading a passel of ponies into Red Rock, and with all that snow and all them dead bodies, you're gonna be a mite pokey, and you're gonna run smack dab into the to the Mingray gang. And uh, how many is that again, Grouch? Five. Fifteen killers strong, Daisy. <laughs> well, mean bastards, you hang. Okay. Well. Wow, thanks for the dead air there, Michael. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant producer and editor. Uh I mean I don't I don't know the reference, but I understand the point. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, dim-witted dunderfuck <laughs> Callbacks Mmm, references I think we both got that pitch perfect as well I'm very impressed Basically, yeah, yeah. Our parroting skills Brock, Brock Birds aren't it's real. Lovecraft <laughs> Brock, I'm not real We only have a couple Brock? more weeks until uh, The Stand comes out Brock. Oh, so um, I I can't I I think I teased you guys a while ago about some information some about the stand. 
the Stephen King's The Tit. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Blep. Blep? What? Are you talking about I can't make vomit noises. Melissa will die. Oh, okay. That's that's fair. That's fair. When I hear blep, that's... uh, Yeah, okay. Don't do it, man. I'm not. (laughs) (sighs) I'm sorry, Melissa. Anyway. um, Anyway. uh, (laughs) Did either of you see that it was confirmed that Marilyn Manson would have been... You you talked about uh, this. Okay, did I? I, I, I oh. didn't care enough to look for it, to be honest well, with you. All but... right, fine then. Never mind then. All right, Jesus Christ, superstar. Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Chug that bottle. Go Starfuckers Incorporated over here. Yeah, yeah. Deep throat that bottle, you little bitch. <laughs> Great. You're welcome. Wait, so I get chastised for burping into the mic, but Shane does it, and we're all fucking fine with it? He's burping away from the mic. Oh, directly. sorry, get, sorry. It's going to get he's, cut he's out. You're burping fine. Well, now I the can't. omnidirectional now just... mic. Well, he shouldn't have it I on don't have it on an omnidirectional setting. Because that would be stupid. My God. Now, I Unlike you, I don't want the animals in my house to make it I onto the podcast. I don't have an recording. option with this microphone. You unprofessional cunt. If there was a longer way to say Get your him, name that sounded as aggressive as calling me Jonathan, I would be calling you that name. Shanathan. Shanathan. <laughs> Shanantha. Uh, I did actually used to sign out at Tower Records when I was balancing the registers at the end of the evening. I used to sign it as Shaniqua. I believe it. You, you kind of bear a resemblance. And I did this for about two months straight. And then I remember her name vividly. She's still around. Lisa Unmack, who was our uh, manager, one day walked in when Glenn and I were in the back working on some forms. And she's like, who in the world is Shanika? <laughs> Which point we're like, I have no idea. Well, <laughs> so you should know the know people talking about. Must be a new hire. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You don't know your employees. It's yeah. really unprofessional of you to not have any. She used to, every email she sent us was just as an FYI, and then went into whatever she said just every single time. I want to start doing that. I, if I can just remember. as in for your information. Just as in <laughs> so for like, your information. Sound it out, you numb idiot. I had a, a boss who, before he said any like anything, instead of FYI, it was, well, it's like this. Well, it's like this. Well. It's like this. Oh. It's like that. And that's and well, the way it is. Well, it's like this, guys. I uh, That reminded me that someone interacted with us on the social. <gasps> Get out of here. What? No, I don't believe bullshit. Someone left another message. Michael, you are quite a popular person. Well, people take pity on me. <laughs> um, we are recording a podcast with you right Instagram, now, so I suppose you're right. Uh, we had a comment on... Uh, where is this from? It's from November 6th. So quite quite a little bit ago. Um, commented, new drinking game. When Michael says, quote, that's fair, end quote. <laughs> I would I would True. say who you are, but I, I try to keep the, you know. Oh, I'm trying not to. I'm trying. I agree with that statement. <laughs> uh, did, did you also see that we had a post? Well, neither of you would monitor this, but on nope. our Facebook, someone posted back on our Phoenix Jones episode saying, I want to be Phoenix Jones' first sidekick. Didn't we talk about this too? Yeah. No, time travel. not on air. Mm-mm. Oh, we didn't talk about it on air. I don't no, because this happened fairly recently. Wait, this was like last week. This wasn't week. on air? I don't I know. I don't know we're anymore. talking about it. Okay, no, and you're... <laughs> 
If we did, I, I didn't say Shane, reckon Shane it at the all. Person who does remember the things that we have said on air, you are the master of our continuity. So you'd hope. Uh, yeah, there is a, oh, a person out there that uh, we should interview. And at which point, my response was like, "Well, who doesn't? I mean, obviously, we'd all love to be Phoenix Jones." He's like, "No, I really want to be his his sidekick. I desperately crave this." Like, and then I go to his Facebook profile, and it's like maybe a looks like a, t- a teenager, mid teens. And he his profile pic is actually like Benjamin Fodor, Phoenix Jones, and him side by side that he has Aww. created to That's show sweet. as an homage and show how much he loves him. And it's like him training with MMA gloves on and, and he's really he's amping up to get there. Aww. So bless you. Yeah. We appreciate you not listening to the podcast and just commenting on our Facebook page, which is what I wish more people would do. Shane, how would they find this information? How? You know, strangely enough, we have all the social networks. What? All of them. Parlor? Uh Poplar? No, sorry, we're not about that. We're, we're, can we We don't associate we with a, little cooks. Can we make a parlor page? I think you already have one, Michael. No. We'll just co-opt yours. Yeah, you oh, talk please. about it an awful lot for not having one. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, one Michael walked into a parlor. Oh, says, I'm looking boy. for the man who shot my you paw. You know, I imagine that most of the people on parlor can speak the English language almost as well as you can. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> bunch of cagey cunning linguists (laughs) but uh, for those of you who are enjoying what you're hearing here and you want to check us out you want to interact with us just as these fine folks we just alluded to you can find us on instagram at disinformed podcast at facebook.com slash disinformed podcast and on the twitters at disinformed pod and of course you can find us everywhere that disreputable podcasts are released from that they flee and run from Every single week, and also every week, on the Tubes of You. You can find us on Wednesdays and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. And you can hear the Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles on Wednesday, where we read a ghastly fanfic that is all about the light of the Lord descending down from the heavens and touching a collection of school children and magically influencing their lives with His grace. And then on Fridays, it's Disinformed After Dark, where we decompress from our episodes and let the files compress whilst we chat with one another and go into the glorious hypotheticals that are proffered to us. I'm choking on my own spit by Chuck Klosterman. So thank you all for being here. We sincerely appreciate you being here every single week. So keep on pinging that download button. Give us some love. And if you dig what we do, please rate and review. We would love to hear yeah, from you. We just you. got our analytics from Spotify for our year in review. Um, uh-huh. It turns out if you 18 go 18 million listeners strong. Yeah, it's crazy. But we had one weak area, and that was the UK. Um, and it turns out when you go from zero listeners in the UK to one listener in the UK, that, my friends, is 100% up. Woo! So uh, Stats! Thank yeah. you, one listener in the UK, uh, for taking our, our stats from 120,000 listens per episode to 120,001 uh, per episode. We really appreciate you. And again, just to, to really piggyback off of Shane's point here, uh, there is still time to save the Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Um, we are coming for you, Taco Bell. Be prepared. <laughs> We're coming for everyone, technically, I mean... <laughs> Just little, little provocation Depending at all. on the amount of clothing you're wearing. Yeah. 
Uh, also, we should talk about the fact that Michael did want us to make a concerted effort to cater to the good folks in the UK. Oh, yeah. So there's a new... To continually uh, bolster those numbers. So for yeah, me, who's the quote-unquote problematic yeah, well, one. Well, we have a new co-host, and that's who you're trying to, to introduce. No, no. What I was trying to do was allude to the fact that Michael's recommendation was we do an episode about fucking tea <laughs> and crumpets. Yeah, it's offensive. <laughs> Why don't you get your stats right the next time and it's uh, UK down 100%. <laughs> That's reasonable. But yes, so uh, yeah, uh, we've decided instead, we've elected to add a new co-host. And so we'd like to take a moment to introduce you to Sean. Hey, Sean. Well, greetings, everyone, and I'm certainly happy to be here, and I hope that you all continue to enjoy the Disinformed podcast on a weekly basis, because it is a highbrow and quite entertaining little bit of fare for you all. Wow, Sean, that's high praise from somebody that speaks a fairer uh, language, so... Well, we are, of course, far better educated than all of you over here across the pond, you will know. Uh, because we actually understand science, unlike other individuals on this podcast. Now, Sean, <clears> your <throat> last name, it wouldn't happen to be Kane, would it? Because you bear a striking <laughs> resemblance to Michael Kane. I don't sound at all like Michael Kane. Thank you. Now you're doing this. If I wanted to sound Rickman like thing. Michael Kane, I could take it this way and be like, it's Michael Kane. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Sean, that's I, a great point. <laughs> I plan to come. I'm about to come. <laughs> Dear madam, brace yourself. I'm about to come. Oh, Open I'd your gravelly maw and accept my seed. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> I'm about to have a nut the size of a tangerine. <laughs> what if it was like the monologue he gives in uh, The Dark Knight about the Some the people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, except some people just yes. want to watch the world burn. The world, yeah. <laughs> some people just want to swallow the world. <laughs> so, speaking of which, and I feel like this is almost perfectly timed. Uh, congratulations mm. to all the people that survived No Nut November. I am not a person that that does that myself because um, you don't have sex or masturbate. Yeah, I'm No Nut my life. Um, so, <laughs> don't nut in my life, bro. Uh, and, according to Courtney, yes, you are most certainly no nut your life. And this is the first episode of the month of Destroy Dick December, according to Reddit. So I am well on my way. <laughs> I just don't understand <laughs> these human compulsions. It's just based on the strictures of a made-up fucking calendar that it's like, oh no, I'm going to abstain from drugs for October. I'm not going to masturbate at all during the month of November. And during December, I'm going to continue to reaffirm to the world just how goddamn droolingly dumb I actually am. Now, by saying, I'm going to fuck everything that moves. One, I think it was really rude that Sean left without saying goodbye. Uh, oh, he's still here. Okay, cool. Uh, two, I think you're on. Did you not notice because... that I still have my webcam on? There we go, um, John. I agree with you because I don't need a reason to touch myself your dick? so frequently that I chafe until it hurts to think about having the appendage. So, like, I think it's kind of offensive that people only destroy their dicks one month out of the year. I think you should be destroying your stuff nonstop. It's called self love. You need Destroy to love Dick 2020? Yeah. 
I concur. As a matter of stone fact, I have been attempting to wreck my own genitals from the moment that I discovered Might them. I recommend drill sounding? Uh, not in that way. <laughs> All the, by, by the way, to destroy my genitals by thrusting them violently towards your mother at any given it's instant. Been a while. Mr. Twatkins. Um, also, just just a fair fair warning. Do not Google search what I've mentioned. It is not safe no, for life. I'm saying it this. because I know that it really upsets Shane, uh, but I'm not going to talk about it anymore because I don't want you to look into it. So, thank you very much, and sorry, Shane. Michael, do yourself a favor and avoid this. I was going like to say, plague. jokes on you. We have an audio clip of it. No, <laughs> oh God, no. Uh, I was ready, but you should have been ready. Ah, uh, yeah. End me. Oh dear Lord, I wish I could. And as a matter of stone fact, over here in in the UK, we are far more comfortable with people like you just being dispatched post haste. Ooh, <laughs> don't tease me with a good there time. Aren't as many guns here, but we will club you to death in front of other people for our own amusement. I'm feeling Tasty. a lot better. Mm-hmm. As well, you should. Well, ladies and germaphobes, thank you very much for being here for another uplifting edition of the Disinformed Podcast, and we are absolutely elated to have had you here with us. Uh, Michael can take a tea and crump it up the ass, as far as I'm concerned. Ooh, tea anima. Anima? Anima. I hardly know her. A- anima? I hardly... Damn! <laughs> damn it! Why am I not surprised that you can't un- pronunciate anything as a matter of stone An fact? Anima. She's not British. What, what is, how is it He's supposed to be? He's barely fucking human. He can't even breathe properly. <laughs> Confused ooga booga. Um... <laughs> What, what? Snaked up out of the primordial ooze like the dribbling post cum out of some sort of angry elephant. That is Michael. That's what I. You that's sex. That's, that's what I'm told. Sex, yes. baby. Best part of you trickled down your mother's thighs, you dumb cunt. Which over there isn't as. How offensive. do you pronounce it then? It's an enema. With your mouth, you dumb you don't son perform of a bitch. An enema with your the kit. You perform it with your heart. With that attitude, yes, yes. All right, that's enough of this stupid (laughs) shit. Anyway, we thank you all for being here. We hope that you come back later on. I assure you it's going to get far more interesting now that the Brits have invaded. The Redcoats are coming for episode 69. Nice. Nice. Bro. (laughs) Indeed. Roof of land management. (laughs) So... For the monolithic episode 69. Nice. Fuck off. (laughs) This has been the Disinformed Podcast. I am Sean. I am John. I'm Shane. (laughs) (laughs) I'm John. (laughs) And I'm Michael. (laughs) So long. Sure? Is this a fade out? Fuck you, don't give a fucking fade out. Wait, is this a fade out?